millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Annie. Did that sound as good as we wanted it to? We've been practicing that for about five minutes. Yeah, we have. Um, we both work on ASOS magazine, and this is the second episode of our new podcast, These Four Walls. Uh, so, Annie, I've been out of the office, and I don't have a clue what's going on. Yeah, what's because, coming up today? Because you have been out of the office, because it was your birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. It was my birthday. Did you do you like having your birthday? Are you one of those people that like having your birthday? Do you know what? I, I love really a good birthday. Like. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I got quite into I it. I wouldn't know. I mean, you didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> I've dragged it out for a long time. Um, but honestly, now I'm feeling a bit out of it. So please... Okay. Tell us what we've got coming up. So this week, I'm going to go back into the fashion cupboard and talk to another of our ASOS stylists, Joe Greasley. It's very sweet and gives us lots of tips. Um, And I also believe you've had Weston in the building. Oh yeah, we did have Weston in the building. How are they? That was really fun. Yeah, That's good. And we'll be going back to the topic of love and asking people about when is the right time to say I love you. Deep. Yeah, mm, that one's deep. And we'll be getting an update from our magazine's editorial assistant, aka resident ex- researcher extraordinaire, Georgia Murray, about the Panama Papers and what that means for us. Annie, it's all, it's all coming flooding back Yeah, to so there's a lot. Well, you better go and get the fashion cupboard then. Yeah, off I go. Hi, it's Annie, and I'm back in the fashion cupboard with another one of our stylists, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi Annie. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Joe. I'm another women's wear stylist here at ASOS. Um, so I style for the magazine and online content as well. Amazing. You should check out her how-to videos. They're very good. Yes, and I've started doing those. Thanks for that. Annie. That's right. That's just a little <laughs> shout out to Joe there. Um, okay, so the one thing we're going to talk about today is ASOS White. So yes. that's just sort of relatively newly dropped onto site. Can you explain to people who maybe haven't seen the ASOS White collection before, what what's the main aesthetic? Why should you look into it? Um, so ASOS White is a sub-collection that we do in ASOS. It's all designed and made in-house. Um, and we, the, yeah, like Annie said, the spring-summer collection is just starting to drop okay. online now. So we've Very got exciting. a few of the pieces in front of us. Um can you describe to people what they sort of go for in terms of when they design? It's very minimal, isn't it? Yeah, very minimal. Um, so this collection is, it's always like denim based. There's always denim pieces. 
they grow okay. it doing denim. So, um, so it's all like, but denim like how you don't know it. So like, for instance, they've done this amazing denim cohort that's like a denim ruffle crop top. Okay, so the so the top is a crop and it's got like a big ruffle this huge, along like peplum, yeah, almost. peplum peplum ruffle, and then it's got matching denim um, jeans, denim jeans, yeah, which and they're are in the, they're they're very... like a utility trouser, but in, okay, and they're they're slim fit, but. Yeah, they have this because they've got these nice big pockets. And and it's a lighter wash denim yeah, as well. Yeah, really washed, bleached out. So great for the summer. Okay, that, so that, that looks really great. And That's then what, my favourite item from the collection. Okay, and then what other pieces are you also liking? So other bits, they do cohorts really well. So they've got these other denim cohorts. Um, they've done it in a printed denim, which is more like a, a wide leg trouser. Um, with again another pet. Okay, like, so that's top. denim, is it? That yeah. fabrication. Yeah. So you wouldn't, but just by looking at it, you'd think it was just printed. No, because it fabric, looks. But... Well, that's really interesting because it looks quite smart, but it's actually in quite a natural fabric. Yeah. yeah, it's all about like natural fabrications, like lots of jersey as well, and cottons, but like heavy cottons, heavy jersey, so it all feels like luxe. And what's and what's this? That's a. Oh, they do a jumpsuit really well. Okay, so it's like a. a is that jersey? Gray a grey jersey all in one jumpsuit yeah. that looks really comfortable. Really, their jumpsuits are so comfortable. I have many of them. And they're so easy to just pull on when you can't be asked to get dressed. Because, you, because yeah, it, it's, that's the good thing about it. It's all very minimal and simple, but it is comfy. Because you, have you got some of those pieces yeah, from ASOS yeah. White? When I buy from ASOS, I buy from the ASOS White collection. And because it's all just so simple but and easy to wear you know comfortable shapes you know because it's quite a lot of it's baggy oversized fit um but then it can be pretty as well because they add in the frills they add in like you know rope um straps details rope details yeah and like and how would you how would pleats. you style your asos white with so say you've got um this jumpsuit would you just put it with a trainer yeah clean white trainer or even like a you know slider for the summer clean Birkenstock anything clean just keep it like really simple amazing yeah. great thank you and for this um collection of ASOS white what's the particular color palette that they've gone for this season um for this season it's a lot of denim so bleached out denims you know your classic gray marl your nude pinky peachy colors and then like your navy thrown in there in prints okay so it's so really classic colors or like really timeless like you can buy asos white you know it's a little bit more expensive but it will last you forever and you'll always be able to like bring out the pieces time and time again okay shannon's calling me hold on hold on hello shan oh hi um are you where are you i'm in the fashion covers are you okay Great, that's what I wanted to say. Um, please could you do me a favour since you're in the fashion covers and all. Yeah. Um, I've got well you could you could um you could call a fashion emergency. Um I was thinking what? I've got a wedding yeah. in like a week or so. I haven't really thought about it and I don't know what to wear. Okay. Well, I'm with Jo. Do, do you want me to ask her what you should wear to this wedding? Yes, please. Okay, right, okay, hold on. I'll ask her and report back. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye. 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 Okay, so it seems like we've got a fashion emergency. So Shannon's going to a wedding and she doesn't know what to wear. What would you suggest? Okay, my first suggestion would be, if in doubt, buy self-portrait. Okay, so self-portrait is a brand. Yes, it's a brand. We stock them on ASOS, multiple other online 
stores stock them as well. Um, yeah. But they are just absolutely beautiful. So why are they why are their dresses so good then? They're just they're very they're amazing quality. They're, so they're a bit on the expensive side, but they will last you okay. year on year. You know, you can bring it out for a wedding or a christening or a Christmas party. Or, okay, you so know, you, many event. occasions in yeah. the year you can bring out self-portrait, yes. right? And they're very pretty. They're very feminine. Um, They've got a lot of lace, but it's like a yeah, heavy that de- lace. That texture. So it's, yes. is it lace that is yes, the main but not fabric lace, they like use? Like the very fine lace. It's like a thick lace. Okay. And they hold you in as well. And in all different colours as well. In, you can yeah. get bright colours yeah, or just black or like nude. black or pastels and you can get maxis you can get minis literally anything okay you can think of so Sh- shannon should check out self-portrait yes. what else if you're going to a wedding do you think you should be I wearing think this season for spring summer 16 it has all been about the ruffles and about the femininity everybody's loving floating. ruffles yeah we we've yeah Okay, but floaty romantic ruffles on what kind of items on like a A lot of maxi dresses and then, you know, you know, you have your ruffly sleeve, but then to accessorize it, what's been huge this season as well are corsages. Corsages? Corsages. Okay, explain to me about corsages. So not a corsage that you're known for putting on your wrist at a prom. Okay, not prom corsages. Not prom corsages. Like big or small flowers bright or pastel and then they're usually okay like so we've got clip. one yeah. here that's sort of in a pastel but so you could put this they've got they on your wrist have, or in your hair well, where yeah, are we putting exactly. it exactly well because they've either got a clip on it or it's got a pin on it so a lot of time we've been either clipping it to the dress to like the strap of your dress okay or like just under your bust to the side like to add like an extra detail yeah. or a lot of time, you know, if you're wearing a choker or you're tying a ribbon around your neck in a big bow and then you'd put a small one in the centre of the bow. Okay, right. So this is so this is quite big, though, this one. This, this one is sort of yeah, like the size big. of my hand. Yeah, so, so this one you'd wear, like, maybe even I've clipped it to, like, a little hair tie around your wrist or a little bit of ribbon. So then it is like the traditional Okay, so don't put that giant one by your neck. A, no. Okay, right. If you're going to put it near your neck, like, under a collar even. Or you want just a mini like a one. Choker. Yeah, you want a mini one, like... No bigger than the palm of your hand, and that's like as big as because it gets. Gucci had did a lot of corsages, yeah. didn't they? On there, yeah, Gucci. They were all over Gucci catwalk, and we have been bixing up Gucci all all summer long. Yeah, it's on everyone's mood board. Gucci's on everyone's yes, mood board at the it's moment. Amazing, Annie. Okay, so Shannon needs to buy a corsage. Yes, a corsage and ruffles. Like, don't be afraid to wear a corsage and ruffles all at once. Okay, she needs to do both. She needs to max it out. Yes, I'm going to go does. tell her. Okay, right. And I've also just got a couple of quick fire. We're going to play a quick fire round where I'm going to say this or this, and you have to tell me what you're loving the most. Like a game show. Like a game. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Right. Minimal or max it out? Minimal. Glitzy dress or ditzy dress? I'd go glitzy, but like sequin cami and then put camouflage with it or like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mental. Good answer. <laughs> Bomber jacket or biker jacket? Bomber. Always. Always. 80s or 90s? 90s. 100%. Future modern or really retro? Really retro. That's it's big. always that... better to go back. Go back? Yeah. Or back to the future? Back to That's the future. That's both. Ooh. Pretty girly or girly punk? Girly punk. Flamenco frills or romantic ruffles? Oh, a romantic ruffle. Everybody loves a ruffle. I love a ruffle. Great. So I'm going to go check out ASOS White now and I'm go, going to go tell Shannon that she has to wear a corsage, a big one on her neck. 
<laughs> a small one on her neck. <laughs> no, a big one on her neck. Okay. All right, Joe. Thank you for talking to me. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, so that was good. I've actually jotted down some notes, Annie. Have you? Yeah. Uh, what have you jotted down? Self-portrait, corsages, ASOS white. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Is that going to be what's on your to-do list today? Um, yeah. You're getting good so. at you're getting good at to-do lists. Oh, so, get out. Yeah. No, but seriously, I'm going to go look at ASOS White because Joe always rocks it really well and looks amazing. And um, if you want to also check her out, go on Instagram and it's at Joe underscore Greasley. It's a good gram. Okay, so now it's time for... Uh, what, what's going on? Well, now it's the part of the show where we play some lovely music oh, yes. and talk about love. Or rather, we get everyone else to talk about love. The person could just be holding out and be waiting for me to say it, or they may not love me, but I'd rather just say it and get it off my chest. Yeah. Yep, so this episode, we're feeling the love, and we've asked people, when's the right time to say, I love you? You should say, I love you, when it feels right. I, I've definitely said it first and not had it reciprocated, but I, it wouldn't put me off saying it again. And if, you, if you're feeling it, then you should say it. Um, no, I used to. Ch- I usually try and do that thing where you kind of like hints that you might, and then see what they say. Yeah, I probably would say I, I love you first if I felt the need to. <laughs> yeah, I'm soppy, so I just say it about anything. Like I could say it over just like someone picking up the remote. Like I tell people upstairs I love them because they've said they'll sort something out for me like it's not (laughs) I chuck it around well um, when should you say I love you I think you should say I love you when the time is right however you have to be I don't know I personally probably wouldn't say it first but that's just my insecurities (laughs) well I've said it to my 10 ex-boyfriends my best mates my mum my nan my cat and the Domino's pizza delivery guy and no one's ever said it back so I'm not saying it anymore I like to think I would say I love you first. I've never done it. Oh, I have done it. I've done it when I was drunk, <laughs> when I was at university. But then re- we reaffirmed it when we were sober. But I think, I think I wouldn't do it sober. I wouldn't say I love you first. I have done, but that can be a mistake. <laughs> Tactical error. I... I say I love you like really early because if I, if I do something wrong then I'm like oh I love you but I don't actually mean it I don't think I just say it that's really a question I never asked myself um, I um, I don't think there's any rule to say I love you and um, I could say it first and I could not it doesn't really matter to me well men should always say that as they say you know but um, like, if, if the man actually is in love then I don't see why not no I've never done it though but I think you should say I love you when you mean it. Like, it will just... Sometimes it comes out in other certain situations, passionate situations. <laughs> you might both say it, but, um, yeah, I think whenever you feel right, babes. When it felt right? <laughs> yeah, why not? If I felt that way, yeah, straight. Annie. Yes. I love you. Oh, you said it first. I said it first. What do you think about saying when you should say I love you? Um, I don't really mind. I think just say it. 
I'm not. I wouldn't be that fussed about saying it first. I also think it's a bit of a like. It's nice, but it's not as big a deal as it's cracked up oh, to be. Romantical, not yeah, at all sorry. romantical. No, I don't think. Who made up the rules anyway? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you might as well just say it, right? Yeah, like you'd be lying if you said I wasn't something that you're into. <laughs> you'd be lying if I said I wasn't something that you're into. Um, into. Isn't that Western? That? that is Western. And aren't they our special guests? Like this episode. Yeah, wasn't that the smoothest link we've ever done? Yeah, that kind of is the smoothest link we've ever done um so they came into the asos offices and you had a chat with them about that song that you're like really good at singing thank you um plus they played what would you do if very good game and i think there are quite some quite outrageous questions this week so let's see how they got on hi western i'm here with western which is akel hailey and louis do you guys want to they're not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. Say hi. Yo, Shannon, what To be fair, I didn't finish that sentence. It was all ears. Wow, welcome to ASOS. You've just, found, you've just found a shoe that you like. How are you going to wear it for a bridge? I don't know what he's talking about. If we get that opportunity to perform there, Hayden's going to wear these. I don't know what he's talking about. He's found an amazing, it's a silver shoe with what? What's it got? Blue and red stars. That he's wearing for his birthday on Saturday. Saturday. No, it's my birthday on Monday. It's my birthday on Monday. No, wait, eighteenth of April. Yeah. Can we just stop this interview right now? <laughs> Can we stop this podcast? What are you doing? What are you doing for your birthday? I'm having a party on the sixteenth. I think oh, you should come. I'm having a party on the sixteenth. Oh, I think you should come to my one. <laughs> <laughs> well, but there's enough. Yeah, there's enough space at my party for right. you to join. Well, interesting. All right, let's continue this. I don't meet so much. you're so um, you're an Aries, right? People with the same birthday as me. No, yeah, neither. What? Wait, what year? Night one. I'm ninety. Oh, so exactly a year. So I should get the party party preference. All right, back to Western, but I do want to talk more about the fact we've got the same birthday. Um, so you guys, Akel and Hailey, your cousins, right? Yeah. So you've known each other since back in the day. Yeah. How'd you meet Louis? Um, me and Akel was working on a project called Retakes, and um, on that project he was featuring on one of the songs. That's how I met Louis. Um, I think... Akel's known him for... I think you know. No. <laughs> Akel's known him for longer. Is that how we met? You know, um, Akel's known him for longer through his brothers. Um, and then over time, we all got in the studio and just started making music together. So, yeah. Yeah, so you were all doing, doing like, sort of solo projects before? Yeah. 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 Indeed, yeah. We was all, do- we was all doing our solo thing and, um, yeah, it kind of just happened by magic, really. Now I just can't remember life before. <laughs> so it's weird. It's quite weird, actually. We had no um, plans to make a song called Into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just we just, we just just went in the studio and we just had this formula that just seems to work and it just felt right and if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, and Into, that was from, like, that very first session, right? Yeah. You recorded that? Yeah. that was the very first song that we recorded. <coughs> and, and why are you, like... Oh, okay. So this is going to get like 19 million YouTube views. 20, and, like, 20, 20 million. Sorry, 20. And what, like 35 Spotify players or something? <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't that cocky about it. I'm not going to lie. We just like, <clears throat> we done the tune and didn't think nothing of yeah. it. We done the tune and put it aside, and that was that. Yeah. Um, we kept on making music because we made that tune and thought, yeah, let's just make some more bangers anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we came back to the tune. Randomly, I just sent it to a friend of mine called mm-hmm. DJ Target, and he heard the tune. He said, "Bro, like I'm gonna play this on my next show," and that's that. So I'm there thinking, oh, "Yes, he's gonna play it." But then, then it's just a play, and yeah. then what? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he's played it, 
And then a couple phone calls came here, they heard this tune and whatnot. And then other DJs started clicking onto it. Mm-hmm. So it started getting like a bit of a buzz, like radio buzz. And then labels started getting involved. And then we had to just think fast. And yeah, we shot the video. And we've been having to catch up with it ever since, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. Like, it's insane <coughs> how big it's become. It's crazy. Like, oh. I always hear it blasted out of cars, like, whenever... <laughs> I feel like I've heard it most days for the last couple of weeks. So. Yeah, it's weird. It's when weird. I hear it on the radio now, I just turn it off. <laughs> I switch the radio, I'm like, oh, my God. Are you sick of it? <laughs> not yet. Nah, no, no, I think I think we, we still enjoy performing it. And yeah. That's, it's, it's that's still, what I still, enjoy. Yeah. Still, but just sitting there and just listening to Into still. Yeah. Because remember, we heard it a long time before yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, yeah. But we love performing it still. Though. Yeah. And that's the reactions good. and stuff, that's, that's crazy. Exciting. All right. Um, are you ready to play What Would You Do If? I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so we've got three questions and we're going to let you do one each. Hailey, do you want to start? Okay. <laughs> okay. You look nervous. You nervous? Yeah, he's always nervous, <laughs> he is. Um, all right, this one's not too bad. One of your tweets has gone viral for all the wrong reasons. So you've tweeted something, like, really inappropriate and, you know, someone's picked up on it. It's just, like, blown out of proportion. Everyone's hating on you. How do you sort that out? What would you do? Um, delete the tweet. Yeah. I'll probably delete the tweet and... Yeah, I'll probably just delete the tweet, get rid of it. Yeah. All right, do you want to see what our very own social media editor said? Okay. So this is Jem from, who does, yeah, social at ASOS. So I'm a bit of an expert on all things social media. I think the key thing to do is take a social media break to let the drama blow over and never feed the trolls by getting into a back and forth situation because you're just going to dig yourself a deeper hole. I was going to say that. I think you got it with delete the tweet. You didn't say you'd take a little social media break. No, I, I was going to say delete Twitter. Delete account. Twitter? Yeah, delete their account. That's a big move, but then you'd lose all your followers. But then... The yeah, you could just, just start again with a new name. Yeah, you'd be like, I never said that. All right, <laughs> should we do the second one? This one is, you've turned up on a blind date and they've completely catfished you. <laughs> so they Turning around and look, I'm walking out. Is that what you do? Straight away. So straight away, though. Because you lied, so that's it. I don't, want to, I don't want nothing to do with a liar, so that's that. That's the end of the situation. Yeah, you just get, get out it. there. Yeah, I didn't even need to hear the no end of the question. That's it. No talking, I'm gone. Peace. <laughs> but how would you do it, though? I want to know how. Do you know how I'd do it? Yeah. So you walk in, yeah. yeah. You don't know that that's her, though, because you're looking for someone else. Ah, so how do I know that it's a catfish? Um, because she's been like, oh, I'll be in a red hat. I'll be in a red hat? Yeah. And then you see I'll her. Call, I'll call her and I'll be like, listen, uh, there's, there's a girl here with a red hat, but it doesn't look like you, so where are you? Oh, that's quite good. That's quite good. And then if she says the I'll be like, one second, I'll call you back, yeah? You know what I'd do? <laughs> <Go on. laughs> can, I, can I say what I'd yeah. do quickly? I would, if I have a... If I think that there's a chance of her being a catfish, mm-hmm. I would go with someone and make them go in and then when I ring the phone, she'll answer. And then they're going to tell me if it's the person that it is or not. I thought you were about to say I'd go in with someone and then I'd catfish her back no, by, like, sending someone that's not that's you. That's a good that one. That would be good, good though, idea. wouldn't it? That is good. You think deep. Yeah. Well, you helped me get there. Hi, Lee, what do you do? Do you go out as well? I'll just go. He's shaking his head. Just, just like, get me out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably stand her up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right, well, our expert for that one is someone called Victoria Burt. She is from The Love Project, so they host articles, they offer coaching, and they've got podcasts. All right. So depending on the level of, you know, catfishing that's gone on here, you can you have a choice. You can either go and confront them about it uh, in a nice way. You could, you know, say, oh, you look nothing like your photo, like, you know, who or who is that on your photos? They are actually a different person. But, you know, that may open a whole can of worms that maybe you don't want um, when you first sit with them. So maybe, you know, you could just you could just get a feel for them and um, and give them the benefit of the doubt and get to know them a little bit and just see um, see what they're like. And, you know, be quite open-minded about it, even though they might have lied or fabricated slightly on their profile. They might still be a good person. They might have a good reason for doing it, and you might decide, actually, it got along really well. It doesn't matter. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who is? Oh, the catfish. The catfish. Yeah. Where's she laying? Yeah, so you just... No time for that. Yeah, no, no. She's mad to even think that we're going to be OK with that. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no part of lies. How could you yeah. think, all right, he's going to see me, and I'm not the person... That I've been saying. Yeah, and just hope what, that I won't come up. What, you think just going to be cool with that? All right, Akala, are you ready for your question? Yeah. Okay. You find yourself stuck in a room with a leopard, a lion and a cheetah. What do you do? Die. <laughs> yeah, I'll just die. <laughs> if not from a heart attack, then from getting killed from them. be funny, though. Friendly. <laughs> a liar, a lion, a leopard and a what? Cheetah. cheetah. I think I think yeah I would just it try. And, just I think I'd just try and walk as slow as possible. No, nah, I think it, I might to play the door. dead maybe. Or just pretend to <laughs> just go sleep. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens. You uh, may wake up. Or I would. You may not. Yeah, I'd try and walk and avoid eye contact <laughs> and try and walk slow to the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye guys. He wouldn't look at it once. No, 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 no. What about if you try to act like one of them? What? Just get on all fours. <laughs> 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 I'd love to see that. <laughs> All right, do you want to hear what our expert said? Yeah. My name is Gareth Bennett. I'm the senior animal presenter, one of our senior animal presenters here at Edinburgh Zoo. And there's one thing you could do in that situation, um, and that's make peace with whichever higher power you follow, because you're not leaving that room alive. Must <laughs> <laughs> have make peace with whatever higher power. So basically, you've got no chance if you if you ever find yourself in a room with a cheetah. I don't think you say there's no chance. There's like no there's, chance, man. Because nah, you you're just going to panic, brother. Yeah, yeah, but there's still a chance. And when you panic, they're not going to know what you're doing. You think you've got it? I you think, think there's still a chance. That. I think I think it's possible. People have been in worse situations than that, and they're still alive. <laughs> and if it's possible, that's negative. Thinking, you're bro. such you an optimist. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I might panic, but what I'm saying is, it's not. I'm not definitely going to die. That's not in my head. You will, blood. Not me, but that was what would you do if? What would you do? What? Which one? Um, well, we did this last week, and we did a bear, and he You're said, meant to play dead with them, no? No, he said, it depends if it's... There's two types of bear attack, but if it's an aggressive attack, you've got to, like, square up to it and make as much noise as you can and try and, like, oh, I've seen someone it. doing that. Yeah, and it's worked. It's like, people, <laughs> yeah, people have scared never off do bears. That ever. What? Square up to a bear, bro? <laughs> well, you can't outrun it, so you've just got to either, like, yeah, play <laughs> dead or, like, fast, try... I think you did well. I think we don't we don't do points in this game anymore. So oh, okay. everyone's everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. All right. Um, where can people catch Western? Have you got uh, any shows coming up? I know you're playing wireless. Yeah, we got wireless. We have got a few festivals. Best of all, you can catch us on our socials, Western Music, and then get our individual ones from that. And um, yeah, man, just keeping tuned with the journey. We have got lots of surprises for you guys. Definitely. All right. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank Big you very up. much. Thanks. Thank you, ASOS. Well, that was fun. Western. I love them. I know. And you've got the same birthday. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Did you share a party? Did you go no, to his party? We didn't. Did you know Courtney Kardashian also shares the same birthday as me and Akal from Western? Coincidence? Oh, here she is. It's Georgia Murray. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you both? Yeah, we're good. Mm. So you're back to school us on a topical issue. What are you going to be talking about this episode? So you might have read um, over the past two weeks about the Panama Papers. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up to date with it, but it's still unfolding, isn't it? It is indeed. Um, well, basically, it's just this huge leak of 11.5 million files mm-hmm. um, from Mossack Fonseca um, from their database. And they are the fourth biggest offshore law firm in the world. Okay, so Mossack Fonseca is an offshore law firm, but what does that actually mean? Is What's the definition of that? Yeah, it's like a tax haven, isn't it? Kind of. Well, um, it basically, they specialise in giving financial services to non-resident companies, which sounds very sort of technical. Mm. But basically, because they have low tax jurisdictions, um, companies, say from the UK or US, will register their personal finances or companies there um, and get lower tax than they would if they registered it in their own countries. Um, thing is, as long as you declare it to the tax man where you're based, it's totally legal. So people tend to use them for inheritance and other large sums of money. OK, wow. That was, that was, very, that was very good. But, but Mossack Fonseca... Where, You're where enjoying is, saying that, aren't you? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, that's actually it's quite difficult to say, isn't it? Where yeah. is that based? So it's based in Panama, Central America. Okay, hence the Panama Papers. Exactly. Um, but it's a worldwide operation working in tax havens like Switzerland, Cyprus and the British Virgin Islands. Um, and do we know who actually leaked the files yet? So it's an anonymous source um, from a German newspaper who then shared them with the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. Okay, that's that's quite long. <laughs> yeah, bit of a tongue twister. Um, but then they shared them with loads of international news outlets like Guardian, BBC, etc. Um, it's been reported that over 400 journalists were involved in researching the documents before it all came out. So it's a really big operation. Mm. And who's involved in the sense of like who's been implicated? There's a $2 billion trail leading to Vladimir Putin, um, whose best mate is in the middle of a scheme where money from Russian state banks is hidden offshore. And also this week, didn't I see that there's been links to the Clintons as well? Exactly, yeah. And national leaders like the Prime Minister of Iceland and Pakistan and elsewhere. Um, it's sort of all very much unfolding and more and more people are getting linked to it. But what specifically, because D- David Cameron's involved, but how, how is that? Why is he involved in it? So Cameron's father set up an offshore investment fund and avoided paying any tax on it in Britain by getting Bahamas residents to sign the paperwork. That is mad. Yeah, but so was it just his dad then? Well, over sort of this bizarre set of statements which unfolded last week, um, at first he partially denied it, but eventually confessed that he had shares in his father's offshore fund. Yeah, I saw that. Um, So this is basically one of the biggest leaks ever, right? What are people sort of saying about it? Well, it's bigger than 2010's WikiLeaks and Edward Snowden's 2013 leak. Um, So it is a huge deal. But why why specifically is it... Bigger though, is it like bigger as a scandal, or what? What do you mean bigger? It is a big scandal, but it's it kind of literally means that there's more files that have been leaked. So WikiLeaks had 1.7 gigabytes, whereas the Panama Papers is 2.6 terabytes. Oh, ter- terabytes! <laughs> yeah, the big so, the big one. Okay, so terabytes <laughs> is 1,000 gigabytes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How do you know that? You know, well, an iPhone's got 16 gigabytes. <laughs> so, you know, I just I just know these things. OK, we're going off on a tangent. Um, 
But Georgia, how is the kind of what's the like reaction being in terms of like what's the internet saying? People are angry, right? Yeah, well, basically, people are calling Cameron a hypocrite. Um, funnily enough, he gave a speech in Singapore last year criticizing the corrupt criminals and money launderers who take advantage of anonymous company structures. Awkward. Yeah, really awkward. And Osborne tweeted last year, tax evasion is not just illegal, it's immoral. People evading tax should be treated the same as common thieves, which has obviously come back to haunt him. Oof. Yeah, so the public are reacting like that, but then in Parliament, what's the sort of political fallout? Like, how are the opposition reacting? Well, Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn made a statement criticising government tax evasion. He basically said, once again, the message has gone out that there is one rule for the wealthy and another for the rest of us, and that it denies funds to the public purse and leads directly to cuts in services and benefits, and it hurts millions of people in Britain, basically. So... In terms of, like, the NHS and disability cards and stuff like that. Exactly right. And there have also been several protests around the country with people urging Cameron to resign. It's, like, really obvious that the public are angry and they're taking action. Yeah, so people are angry about it. So what's going to happen now? What's the aftermath? Are people being punished for this? Well, the thing is... For example, the Icelandic Prime Minister resigned due to public pressure, but because using offshore law firms is 100% legal if you declare the tax, no-one's breaking the law. So does it look like Cameron will resign? Probably not. No, it doesn't look like it. And I think it's because it's such a key time with the London mayoral elections and the EU referendum coming up. So those are in May and June? Yeah, that's right. I mean, news outlets like The Guardian and BBC will give the facts as they come and they're sort of updating us daily. Um, So, yeah, just keep checking those sites out, I guess. Mm. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for updating us. It was really good. No worries, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks, Georgia Murray. Bye. So that brings us to the end of episode two. Thank you to ASOS stylist Joe, to all of our experts, to the jokers that were Western, to Georgia, researcher and all round babe, uh, and our producer, Warren, aka Wargy Beats, to managing editor Lucinda, who is a Western super fan, and to our magazine editors, Babs and Crook. <laughs> so remember to subscribe on iTunes, Acast, or your favourite podcast app. And yeah, tune in next episode for more chat from these four walls. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.